Everybody doing good? I tell you, we are a blessed people. Um, I was talking to my mom and Oscar the other night, and you know, if, if, if Jesus, all he ever did was die on the cross for us, that is enough. That is more than enough. That is more than we deserve. Um, so this evening, we have a very long uh, text I'm going to be in. We're in John chapter 11, so y'all buckle up, strap down, do whatever you got to do. We're going to be here a couple hours. Um, just kidding, not that long. Um, but uh, as I was getting ready for the sermon, I, I did some research, and um, biological research has shown us that tears of emotion are chemically different from tears caused by um, intrusion into eyes. So, like if, if you're cutting onions and, and the whatever it is, the, the fumes, yeah, cutting onions, whatever, <laughs> gets in your eyes, you know, um, it's not the same. It's chemically different than if you have tears of emotion. Um, and that fact that crying can, can display such a wide array of emotions. I, I cry when I get happy, I cry when I get sad. We all cry for different reasons, but it makes it, um, it, it's central to the human experience, right? So no other animal cries except for crocodiles. I heard that they cry whenever they are eating their prey, but it's just because they're, they got tears, crocodile tears. Um, so, but I'll be in John chapter 11 um, tonight, and we'll start and finish in verse 35. Two words, Oh, I'll let y'all get there. I hear some pages turning still. But it's two simple words, but there's a whole lot in these two words. And it is Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Man, God is good, y'all. <laughs> two weeks ago, I had no idea what would happen. No idea what the Lord has blessed me. Goodness gracious. John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. It is the shortest, but one of the deepest verses in the Bible. The Greek concept in Jesus' day that God had no emotion. God was just there, and he, he, he just kind of did his thing. Um, but when Jesus wept, it introduced a whole, entire, a whole entirety of a new concept to Christianity, that God is an emotional God. He feels and he cares for us. He can... He can fully hate and fully love us at the same time. He fully hates sin, but he fully loves the sinner. Charles Spurgeon said this. This is a long quote, so y'all bear with me. It says, I've often felt vexed with a man, whoever he was, who chopped up the New Testament into verses. He seems to have let the hatchet drop indiscriminately here and there, but I forgive him a great deal of blundering for his wisdom in letting these two words make a verse by themselves. Jesus wept. This is a diamond of the first water, and it cannot have any other gems set with it, for it is unique. Shortest of verses in word, but there is. But where is there a longer one in sense? I want to talk tonight about the kind of weeping that Jesus did. I've heard different people, different perspectives. Some people think he wept because, um, you know, he, he felt bad for the family there. He, he, he wept because... I've heard it said that he wept because he had to pull Lazarus out of heaven. You know, we hear different perspectives, but tonight, um, I want to come at, it, come at it from another perspective. The word, there's a Greek word for this, used in this verse, and it's dakruo, um, and it means to shed tears. 
Now, the unique thing about this word is that it's only used at certain times when the Lord Jesus is experiencing deep grief. It's only used at the same time, but in the same story of the Lord Jesus and nowhere else in the Bible. But because of his love for for Mary and Martha, um, the sisters of Lazarus, is why he burst into tears. The key to this verse, though, is, is seen in John eleven thirty three. It says, When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with them also or with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. In thirty four it says and, and and he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Thirty five it says Jesus wept. Uh, it's also um, the same in John Chapter 13, where he announces um, that one among you is a traitor when he's at the the Last Supper. Jesus was at an emotional breaking point. It's not necessarily an emotional or an anger. It is more anguish than anything. But the kind of anguish that Moses also displayed when he broke the two tablets of the law, um, when he climbed up to the top of the mountain, uh, interceded for his people, um, or that Jesus displayed when he cleansed the temple, and then he wept over the city of Jerusalem. So this is a, this this specific word dakruo is a deep anguish, more or less than an anger. Because I, I hear sometimes people say, "Well, Jesus got angry and ran the people out of the temple." He was heartbroken because the people had turned the temple into what it wasn't meant to be. There's only three times in Scripture that it's recorded that Jesus wept. Oh, he wept um, here in this uh, over the Lazarus. He, and like I just mentioned, he wept, wept over the nation of Israel, over the city of Jerusalem, and he was recorded weeping in the Garden of Gethsemane. Um, and these three separate times are three; um, they all happened within a few months of each other, and they all had the same. Um, they all were because of the same reason. He was deeply anguished um, let's also talk about the implication of Jesus' weeping, weeping. Um, see for us being a friend of God being, being a child of God is not an excuse for us to avoid suffering but it means that God is with us in the midst of this suffering see God weeps with us even when he hasn't answered our prayers yet um he weeps with us in the midst of it. He weeps with us at the beginning of it. When we have no idea what's going on, we have no idea where we're being led, he weeps with us. He's there with us all the time. And he, he may not be answering your, your prayers yet, but he, he's getting to he, he He's there with you through it all. He's there hand in hand because he, he doesn't wait for us. We're not on God's time. I mean, we're not, God's not on our time. We're on his time. See, tears are a sign of life. If you think about it, um, crying is very common in this world. It's, it's quite possibly, um, I guess if there was like a, a sound that our earth can make, that our, our planet would be weeping. Yeah, there's laughter. It can be heard here and there. But by large, there's a lot of weeping. Uh, with maturity, the sound and the reason for crying, it may change here and there, but it never stops. There's always weeping. Infants... We know infants do it all the time. Y'all are kids. Like babies cry a lot, right? Um, I know I, I probably cried a lot. Uh, I don't know. I think I was a pretty cool kid. Maybe not. 
Maybe not cried so much. But the point is that, that babies weep. Um, but, but when they weep, it's a sign of health and an evidence that they are still alive, right? Um, and it, that's kind of a strange thing that, that weeping, such a, a, something that's viewed as bad, but is a, it's a sign of life. A sign of life that's found in tears, but more importantly, in this scripture, Jesus' tears. See, because of Jesus, we have life. Because of the things that he did on the cross for us, we have that life. Like I said earlier, all Jesus ever did for us was die on the cross. That would be more than enough. Man. <laughs> mm. I'm here to tell you now, if, if you haven't, if you don't know him, and if you haven't experienced that, you're missing out. Um, it's not laughter, because we, we enjoy the happy times, but it's not laughter, it's tears that are the sign of life. It also, it, it's almost that weeping has become synonymous with being, right? Like, like being present. Like we're weeping, it's almost like we're, we're being. Because God is life, and, and God weeps alongside of us. We have life, therefore we weep. So we have new life in Christ, therefore he weeps with us. Spurgeon also was quoted saying this, that Jesus who never wept can never wipe my tears away. And when I, when I first read that, I was like, hold on, Spurgeon. I like a lot of things you say, but kind of borderline. But if we are to be like Jesus, if we, if we are to be to model our life after Jesus, I find great comfort in this. Because in verse 35, it says Jesus wept. I find great comfort that Jesus wept, so it's okay for me to weep too. It's okay to mourn over lost people. It's okay to mourn over the death of a family member. It's okay to mourn because we're sick. It's okay to mourn because a family member has to have surgery. It's okay to mourn because these things are happening. But we also have to realize that God is with us through it all, right? It's okay to do these things. We have to realize God is right by our side through it all. Wow. Okay. 630. Um, went through this pretty quick. But I do want you to, if you don't get anything else from this, I want, I want to ask you, I want to plead with you to trust in God for anything. If you're here tonight and you don't know him, tonight's the night that you can trust in him. It's okay to cry. It's okay to weep over things. It's okay that sometimes life is just messed up. Things don't go our way. Um, I, I tell people all the time, I was planning on coming back to Birmingham. I wanted to do it a different way, but, you know, it, this, ha- this is God's plan. I don't know what he's doing. But I'm submitting to his will and whatever he has for us, whatever he has for you, you may be going through some tough times tonight. He's there for you. He loves you. And he will help you. He will be there for you. He will answer your prayers. But you have to submit to his will first. We have to submit our life to him. So I'm going to say a quick prayer. I say quick prayer. I don't know if it's going to be a long one or not, but I'm going to pray. Um, And Brother Jesse, if you have anything you want to add afterwards, you can come up here. Let's pray.
Heavenly Father, God, we come to you in prayer now. We thank you, Lord, for your grace, for your mercy, Lord, for the love that you've shown to us. God, I just want to thank you for um, your son, who you sent to this earth, Lord. Lord, tonight we, we talked about um, Jesus weeping, Lord. We, we talked about different things, Lord, and we know that your word is true, Lord, and we know that, that everything you're in your word, um, or we know that your word will not return void. Father, I pray tonight that someone here, um, this helps them in some way, or there could be someone here tonight that doesn't know you, Lord, and tonight's the night for them to come to know you and, and, and leave here with their life completely changed, completely transformed um, to glorify you, Father, tonight. Um, there may be someone here hurting physically, emotionally, or spiritually, Lord. I pray that you were there for them, that you, you step in alongside them and, and you show them who you are and you show them that you are bigger than their problems, you are bigger than anything that they could ever face, God. I pray that you show them comfort and give them comfort in that. Give them confidence. Lord, we also pray that you're with us. Um, we love you, Lord. We love everything about you, God. And we, we pray that you will um, bless us and be with us, Lord. Just now I pray. Amen. Thank you, my brother. You read that passage of scripture and you wonder how could somebody who was everything that Jesus was weep? How could how could somebody with his power, with his wisdom, how could how could he weep? How could he weep? And as he was sharing, it made me think of something I read in the Old Testament earlier this week. It's from Exodus chapter two. And these verses jumped out at me years ago, and I've never been able to get away from them. And it just so happened I read them this week. It says, during those many days, the king of Egypt died, and the people of Israel groaned because of their slavery and cried out for help. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. God saw the people of Israel, and God knew. That's why Jesus wept, because he knew. He knew. And I would just tell you, tonight our brother is absolutely right. Whatever it is, he knows. He is a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And he cares. And he loves you. And I don't know how you may need to respond, but we've heard the word and you may need to respond to it tonight. So we're going to stand and we're going to have an invitation. And while they play softly, while Sister Kelly comes and prepares to lead us, if you need to come and weep before him, that's okay. He knows. If you need to come and call out to him and confess your sins, he knows. If you need to come and say, Lord, it's been a long time since I've walked with you, he knows. If you need to come and say, Lord, I don't understand, he knows. Whatever it is, he knows.